Welcome to the 2021-22 FBL podcast with your hosts, Juice and myself, Ben. Um, we are going to be running the podcast with guests every week, um, hopefully every week, assuming it goes well. Um, we are not going to say we are the best FBL players because as of last season, we were absolutely rubbish. Um, I hyped out my team and scraped second last. OJ, <laughs> I don't know, fourth last or whatever. We're, we're not very good. I had my my mid my top half finish uh, mission in the last what like four or five weeks, and that failed. I lost to the average, but hey, we moved. So if you want advice, don't come to us. But we will just talk about how our draft has gone and how our waivers, trades, and all results have gone. Um. This first episode, whatever we want to call them, is going to look at the first three match weeks and the international break leading into match week four, where there have been many surprises, a lot of drama, a few shit trades, um, and people being absolutely ripped off. Um, we had three people almost quit. Um, we started at how many people? 12, 13, 13 12, 14. So out of 14 people, we may be down to 11. I'm not so sure. Um, but hey, the money's still on the line to be won. Who cares if they leave? Liam, Liam, if the win is not. Liam Aiden Diesel, you can still win it if you want to try. Um, Diesel, I think I think, um, I think Diesel's currently the least active, but I don't know. Well, Diesel did trade away pretty much all these good players, so I don't blame And come Lukaku and won, so we'll get to that in a second. Um, should we start so, with the job? I can start with the draft. The order as it came out was JT, Jordan, Ari, Aviv, Daniel, Jamie, Gillard, Adam, OJ, Ollie, Liam, Aiden, myself, and Diesel. Um, yeah, and I mean, I would say the first round was pretty stock standard, the first, you know, six picks. Except from, oh, yes. And then we got to a, a Bamiang pick seven, probably the first very questionable pick of the draft. Um, um, what was considered a steal by quite a few people, Adam taking Kai Havertz at round eight, uh, pick eight. Pick seven, was it not? Wait, no, you're right, eight, yeah. my bad, my bad. Um, then you've had Raheem Sterling, Pep Roulette. Yeah, risky, but I, I figured I'd go with best player available, which, as it seems so far, has not been the case. There have been plenty better players available, but hey, early days. And we had Patrick Bamford and Jaden Sancho both go ahead of Jamie Vardy. And then I took Timo Werner for the second consecutive year. Big regret. Um, I trusted my German boy, but he, he keeps missing open goals. And then Diesel took Edinson Cavani as the last pick of the first round. The first... Timo hasn't had an open goal to miss this year. And he just scored for Germany. So... Yeah. It was an open goal as well. So, hey, who knows? Maybe he's going to score. The first six picks went as followed. Bruno Fernandes, Mohamed Salah, Harry Kane, Kevin De Bruyne, Sadio Mane, and Shumin Sun. Um, beware that this draft was done before any of the transfers of the likes of Lukaku um, or Cristiano Ronaldo, of course. Um, the second round, Diesel got his back-to-back pick and took Jack Grealish, which had mixed... Um, both the Cavani and Grealish were quite quite interesting picks. Um, guaranteed starters. Given that like Dominic Cavalier went right after that. Yes, I took Cavalier, and then had in front of both of those. But hey, after I took Cavalier, we probably had the most questionable uh, pick to date, which was Mason Mount. Uh, uh, I don't know. He played almost every game last year for Chelsea and was. Very good, and with a better team now, he's if you look at what's available, depends on the rotation that happens. It's risky, but any pick with City and Chelsea in the attack is risky. Besides for Lukaku, I would say between the two teams because of the the rotation that both teams can can do. Yeah. Um, and then we moved on to, to Foden, who went after Mount. He was injured, so again, bit of an interesting pick. He's yet to play this season, and Pep Roulette makes it very interesting. Uh, then we had the first defender taken um, in Trent. Ings went next. Andy Robbo. 
Uh, I would say very stock standard picks after that. Watkins, Rafinha, Jimenez, Mares. Nothing interesting, I reckon, until, I don't know, Jordan taking Jesus. Very interesting. Um, and then <laughs> Wilson with Charleston. And then back around to Rodrigo. Again, interesting pick by Jordan, but but he's allowed it. Rodrigo Moreno of Leeds. Um, yeah. Not Rodrigo Hernandez from Man City. Uh, Jordan, just bring it out there, Jordan is not um, the most knowledgeable about soccer. He will not like me saying that because he believes he has some understanding as the big Leeds fan he is. Um, however, go wrong if you go for Leeds, right? maybe down the line you will see some one mistake he made that may turn out to be good for him, but I personally believe he made a mistake. Um, after Rodrigo, you had Diego Jota going to Ari, Wilfred Zaha to Aviv, Ivan Tony, who some people think he's going to bag the goals, some people think he's going to flop with Brentford. Newly he's a goal in three, not bad so far. Um, you had Mikel Antonio, who um, everyone can see that the man with the biggest stick in football has won an absolute load of goals so far, um, followed by Gillard's favourite player, outside of Arsenal, or even including Arsenal, considering... Actually, his team name as well. Che Adams got Maddams. Che Adams was taken before Adam took Elkai Gundogan, a box-to-box midfielder in round three, ahead probably of... Probably the most questionable pick of the draft so far? Probably. Rodrigo, um, probably tied. Which was followed by Chris Wood, Bukayo Saka, James Madison, Emile Smith-Rowe, um, which was followed by Emmy Buendia, and then Diesel took Jesse Lingard. All right, that has to take the cake. The most questionable pick so far. Yes, however, if he did get his deadline day move to West Ham, he would have been a very, very good pick. However, he... he signed Velasic instead, didn't they? Uh, yeah. You know, he's just read something saying he's, he doesn't want to uh, commit to United and sign another contract. He he's might be looking to leave. He's yet to play. And uh, although he did, what, to score a base for England? So who knows? True. But with Ronaldo coming in and uh, yeah. Rashford soon to be back, it's going to be very unlikely that he'll play anything but cup minutes. Um, the occasional bench minute. So. Diesel's next pick, he took the set-piece maestro of James Ward-Prowse. Um, I took Joao Cancelo, the third defender taken, um, followed by United Wonder Kid, who has started the season off like lightning, Mason Greenwood. Um, Liam then took Roberto Firmino, um, the defensive striker, of course. Oli followed that up with Ben Shuel, who has not played a single minute this season so far, um, being Chelsea's Champions League winning left back. Um, but no minutes of the Euros either, so who knows? OJ took Harvey Barnes, Adam with Aaron Wan-Bissaka, Gillard with his trusty Arsenal player, Nicolas Pepe. Jamie and Daniel both taking defenders in Diaz and Luca Dean, respectively. Aviv taking another very interesting pick, uh, Patson Daka, over Pelechi and Nacho, who went the very next kick by Ari. And so neither yet have, have scored or started. So, as it stands, it's like a one-point difference between the two. Yeah. And to finish off the round, you had Jordan, who took James Rodriguez, who still is a way to... And then finish off the round. There's one more pick. Don't just one So you have Hamas Rodriguez, but Jordan, who still could go to Turkey or Russia, I think are the two transfer windows still open. And then Virgil van Dijk finished off the round. Um, and then JT followed that up with his back to back pick. He took Lucas from Spurs. Uh, Jordan then took a Leeds player again, um, trusty old Leeds. Took Harrison, Jack Harrison. Konate was then taken by Ari, who's yet to play a minute. Jared Bowen was taken by Aviv. Ismail Assar by Daniel. Aaron Cresswell from Jamie, well, from West Ham, was taken by Jamie. Gillard took Tielemans. Adam took uh, Chelsea's top Premier League goal scorer, who scored six penalties last year, Jorginho. Very I took Ben Rama. Ben Rama responded very well. Back to Jorginho. Jorginho may not even be on Chelsea penalties anymore because at the time of recording, he's missed a penalty for Italy. And Haku, being a very prolific goal scorer and I assume penalty taker, may take that 
responsibility from him, which could lead him to be just a bog standard past merchant, which I believe he is. Yeah. Um, um, then the first goalkeeper was taken. Um, pick, what is that? Pick 10 in round five. Uh, Ollie took Edison over Allison, which is quite interesting. Um, Liam then took Alain St. Maximum. St. Maximum? I don't know. Uh, Aiden took an injured Marcus Rashford on auto pick, if I believe. He was draft rank yes. 10, I think, when he went, which is highest available, which is how the auto pick system works, unless you have a watch list, which Josso clearly didn't. Uh, ben then took Leon Bailey, who has returned once off the bench in three games. And Diesel ended off the round by taking Suchek, who had a great season last year, bringing in around 160 FPL points, I believe. He scored 10 goals or so. Um, round six, I believe this is round six started with El Ghazi, who was very questionable at the time of being drafted, but he has started the season off very well. Um, also on Aston Villa penalties, it seems like, ahead of Danny Ings. Um, then the second goalkeeper was taken by myself, Allison. Um, next, Aiden took Lacazette, Liam took Pascal Gross. Ollie took Dallas, who was now converted to a midfielder after being a defender last season where he thrived. Um, OJ took Reith James. Adam took Ben Teke. Gillard took Vladimir Kufel. Jamie took Timu Puki. Daniel took Cesar Aspilicueta. Aviv with his fifth midfielder in the sixth round, uh, Leandro Trossard. Ari taking a unsettled Bernardo Silva, which at the time of the draft, Bernardo Silva had come out saying he wants to leave the club. He never did. Um, so it could be a good pick quite late. Jordan then took the next goalkeeper, taking Edward Mendy. And JT followed that up with Emmy Martinez. Um, that was then followed by JT's Martinez pick was followed by uh, Adama Traore. Is it Adam or Bertrand? No, no, it's not Adam. It's Bertrand Traore. Um, in round seven. Jordan then took Tammy Abraham, who has since moved um, on a permanent to Roma, so he's been wavered. So, uh, not a great pick, just by way of transfers and the way the uh, transfer mill works. Uh, Ari then took Sanchez, the keeper from Brighton, over the next pick, Lloris, and also over Schmeichel, who was picked the following pick um, by Aviv and Daniel, respectively, which is quite an interesting choice. Uh, Luis is currently the highest scoring keeper in fantasy and Tottenham are the only team yet to concede a goal, I believe, this season. Um, so how he might be ruining that selection. Uh, Jamie then took Pereira, his third defender in seven rounds, which is quite interesting. Uh, Gila then took Target. Adam took Fabianski. I took Neil Mapai. Oli took Rashika, the new signing for four... Norwich from Werder Bremen. Uh, Liam then took Conor Gallagher. Aiden took Tierney. Ben took a Stugne, and Diesel ended the round by taking John Stones, who he has since wavered. Um, then to make it two defenders from two, Diesel has taken Thiago Silva, also who has just been wavered out. Um, I myself took Junior Firpo, Leeds' new signing from Barcelona. Um, Aiden then took Adam Traore who has really underachieved his expected goal so far this season. Brighton fans from last season would be proud. Um, Liam took... Goals of 1.5, I believe, and he scored at zero. Liam has taken the Southampton fullback Perraud. Ollie then took Watford striker Josh King. OJ with Sergio Regulon. Adam taking Joe Linton. Uh, Newcastle's 40 million signing from last year, who is Wellington. Um, Gillard took Semedo, Jamie took his trusted Ilan Melier of Leeds, Daniel took Todd Camwell, and Aviv took Kyle Walker. Ari took Troy Dini, who has since left his beloved Watford and moved to Birmingham. Uh, Jordan took Harry Maguire and JT took uh, Keane. Then JT followed up by taking Hector Bellerin, who has since gone on loan to Real Betis. 
Jordan took Ndombele, who also wants out of the club, apparently. Ali took Fornells. Aviv took Andre Ayew. Is that Jordan or Andre? I don't know. Which one is that? Uh, Jordan. Uh, Andre. Jordan Andre Ayew of Palace. Yes. Uh, Daniel took Maddie Cash. Jamie took Tyron Mings. Gillard took Imbueno. Uh Adam took Ailing, Ailing, who scored a worldie against United in the opening day. I took Canos. Ollie took Consa. Liam took Martial. Ice cold Martial, like that. Uh, Aiden took Fabio Silva. Ben took Dwight McNeil. And Diesel uh, started playing basketball and uh, grabbed a dunk. Um, Diesel, since also the next pick, um, took Kurt Zuma who is now moved to West Ham from Chelsea, which gives him more of a chance to get regular minutes. Um, I myself took new Crystal Palace signing Belisse. Um, Aiden took another goal, uh, the next goalkeeper, Nick Pope. It was then followed up by Evans, by Liam. Uh, Ollie took Wolf signing Trinkow, or Loney Trinkow. OJ took Kyle Walker-Peters. Uh, Adam took Jordan Pickford after his exceptional Euros display. Gillard took Matt Lowton, man like Lowton. Um, Jamie took good old John McGinn. Daniel with trusty Theo Walcott. Aviv with Ben Mee. Uh, Ari took Alexander Zinchenko. Jordan took the other Rodrigo, Rodrigo Hernandez of Manchester City. And JT took Stuart Armstrong of Aston Villa. JT then took James Tarkowski, the Burnley captain. Jordan then took Marcus Alonso, who at the time seemed like a very interesting pick, but he has since returned like three times, um, scoring a goal and keeping two clean sheets. Uh, Ali then took Helder Costa. Yes. Um, he has since left to... Not too sure. Uh, somewhere in Spain. Couldn't tell you where, somewhere in Spain. Aviv then took Ben Godfrey. Daniel took Danny Welbeck. Two picks, taking the uh, old Arsenal duo. Um, Jamie took Miguel Almiron. Gillard took Joe Willock, who was rumoured to go to Newcastle, who then did, but at the time was still an Arsenal player. Adam took Tony Rudiger, who's uh, good at breaking noses and eyes, apparently. Um just like to point out, Antonio Rudiger went after Matt Lote. Um Yeah, but that's that's the fullback center back bias, I think, with um in fantasy. Fullbacks are deemed to get more attacking uh, contributions than center backs will, which is fair enough. Seeing that pick has made sense um based on points so far, I think. Um I then took Ryan Fraser from Newcastle. Ollie took Sayanchu. Liam took uh, convicted rapist Ben Bendy. Uh, Dosso took Andreas Christensen. Ben took Torres of uh, Aaron Torres. And Diesel took and someone's name I'm not going to pronounce because I will butcher it, but I believe he is a Turkish striker and he plays for... Derev Zoglu, a Brentford striker who no longer plays with Brentford. He is now in Turkey. Um, and just going back about Ferran Torres... Um, he has started the season very well. I no longer have him, which is a big regret. Um, but he did uh, tear Arsenal to pieces, which is very fun to watch. It's immensely. So did Brentford. So, you know, at this point, Arsenal are coming last. Um, Diesel then, in the fourth last round, has taken Ariola, um, followed up by myself, who took Joao Pedro, Watford striker. Um, Aiden has taken new Arsenal signing Ben White. His fourth Arsenal player as well. Yes. Liam has taken Imeric Laporte, um, taking a risk, thinking he can break that John Stones Ruben Diaz partnership. And so far he has, scoring a goal in the process. Ollie has taken new Arsenal signing Nuno Tavares. OJ has taken uh, COVID stricken Dean Henderson um, for his first goalkeeper selection. Adam has taken Declan Rice. Uh, Gillard has taken Rui Patricia replacement. I think it's Jose Sarr. It is indeed. Um, Jamie, Jamie has taken uh, Wolves injured star Daniel Poden, who I 
Ethan's returning plan. Daniel has taken Wolf's captain Connor Cody, a viv with Ashley Barnes of Burnley. Um, Ari has taken Burn Leno of Leeds and Leeds, not of Leeds, Burn Leno of Arsenal, who uh, has since been uh, replaced by Aaron Ramsdale, it seems. Um, Seamus Coleman was picked by Jordan. And one of the most underrated picks of the draft so far, and probably the most underrated pick, I think, as of now, is Paul Pogba, round 12 by JT, which is a very good pick after he's a four-assist haul in game week one. Um, JT then followed that pick up by taking Ogbonna of West Ham. Jordan then took Matt Ritchie. Ali took Roman Slice. Aviv took Doherty. Daniel took... Third hmm? choice. Doherty is now third choice right back at Tottenham. Very interesting pick. Um, Daniel then took Goita of Palace. Jamie took Dennis of Watford. Gillard then took De Gea. Very late pick for a United starting goalkeeper. Adam took Hoiberg. Uh, Darlo, who was also any minutes in the Newcastle team which is fantastic. I had no keepers in the draft. Um, Oli took Pulisic. Liam took Lindelof. Aiden took Max Ahrens. Ben took uh, Tyreek Lamptey. An interest right wing back of all time. And uh, Diesel took Danny Rose who had just signed for Watford. Yes, Danny Rose being Jose Mourinho's favourite player if you have seen the Amazon documentary. Um Diesel's second last pick was Jay Rodriguez of Burnley. Um, I took Joe Gomez um, of Liverpool, who Liverpool centre-back situation, no one really knows what's going on. Um, Aiden took Brentford defender Henry. Um, Liam took uh, record goalkeeper signing Kepa Arisa Balaga, um, Chelsea manager. Um, Oli took Vidra. OJ took Aitnuri. Adam took Vestergaard, who has since moved from Southampton to Leicester. Gillard took Mwepu, the Brighton defensive midfielder, new signing. Jamie took Ryan Bertrand, who has moved also from Southampton to Leicester. Uh, Daniel took a risk by taking Hakim Ziyech, um, who is looking to have a more productive second season than his first. Aviv has taken Southampton keeper McCarthy. Ari took Tottenham new signing Brian Gill. Jordan took since-released Tottenham fullback Serge Aurier. And JT took Mishi Batshuayi, who has since moved to Turkey as well. Indeed, he is at Besiktas. Um, JT then ended off his draft by taking Fraser Foster. Jordan ended his draft by taking Adrian. Ari ended his draft by taking Gary Minna. Aviv took Veltman, and Daniel took James Justin. Jamie took Leeds backup, Clayson, new signing. Clayson, Clayson, I don't know. Not too sure. Um, Killer took Fenomena, Watford fullback. Adam took Aaron Connolly. I took Diego Lorente, who got injured and didn't play. Um, Ollie took Jack Butland, FIFA 17 legend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 17 legend now um, Crystal Palace. Liam took Debavka, who was injured and hasn't played yet. Aiden took Tottenham new signing Golini. Ben took Gal- uh, Kelleher, who was Allison's villain last season or two years ago. I don't quite remember when he was injured. And Diesel ended the draft by taking the cycling GK Ben Foster. Correct. And that was the draft. Um, the few notable selections that I really see uh, is the Paul Pogba pick in round 12, which I think was an incredible pick. Um, some of the poorer picks would have to be Ilkay Gundogan and Rodrigo Moreno, both going in round three. Um, some of the more underrated picks is Side Ben Rama going quite late. Um, as well as Hugo Lloris going quite late, who has started very well. Um, 
Benjamin Mendy has also been a shocker of a pick, considering his allegations and probable conviction. It's unlikely he plays again this season, is... maybe even ever. Um, yeah. That's all. The, draft, the draft was eventful. It was funny. Um, and interesting, but it always is, because everyone has different ideas on the value of different players. And it's very hard to tell before the season's actually started. Um, after the draft, we worked, we had three or four days before day week one. And let's say those three or four days did not disappoint. There were quite a few trades, um, some big trades involving some big players. Some on paper didn't seem um, too fair, but um, they have been quite good. Um, we started with the very first trade of season which was between Jared and Aviv which involved Bertrand Traore and Richarlison going to Aviv and Riyad Mahrez and Andre Ayu moving to Jared. I think it's safe to say um, Aviv has won that trade so far. Um, second trade was involving Aviv and Jordan, Aviv being very active, um, something you can't say often about him. Um, <laughs> I've been traded away Kyle Walker and newly acquired Bertrand Traore and received Seamus Coleman and Jack Harrison. Um, I think that's a pretty even trade, to be honest. Yeah. Both midfielders starting play, the defenders can start. Between any of those players. Um, I then traded with Diesel. Um, I received Danny Rose, Jesse Lingard and Edinson Cavani and gave away Joao Cancelo, Ferran Torres, and Joao Pedro. Um, the next trade was between Oli and Diesel. Oli gave away Ezri Konza, Dallas, and Christian Pulisic, and received Kurt Zuma, Jack Grealish, and El Ghazi. And Diesel's and- mindset here was that he was the last pick of the draft, and so he was going to get the first waiver. And at this point... There were, well, I think we said four days between uh, the draft and waivers. So we ass- Diesel assumed that he was going to be able to get Lukaku, which, uh, as we'll discuss soon, didn't turn out favorable for Diesel. And so it seemed like a fair few downgrades in Diesel's team. Um, the first of the two interesting trades um, came between myself and Ollie, where... I received Jack Grealish and Patrick Bamford and gave away Villa signing Leon Bailey and Everton star man Dominic Calvert-Lewin. And, I mean, on paper, I think it seems I won that trade quite significantly, and I probably did. However, Dominic Calvert-Lewin has started the season in lightning form and I think has more points combined um, than Jack Grealish and Patrick Bamford, who I haven't both Grealish and Bamford have one goal each. Uh, Calvert-Lewin has three. Calvert-Lewin has three goals. And maybe an assist. And I know Leon Bailey has an assist. So based purely off points so far, Ollie has won that trade. Yeah. I then traded for a starting goalkeeper that I didn't have um, with Daniel. I traded Darlo and Regulion for Guaita and Matty Cash. Ollie then did a trade with Liam, he traded El Ghazi for Madison. Um, very interesting at the time, but since... El Ghazi has won that trade. Uh, Liam has won that trade, sorry. Yeah, El Ghazi scored a pen and Madison has yet to do anything by way of goal contributions. Oli then continued his high amount of trading. His, uh, is that fifth trade already? One, yeah. Two, three. yeah, his fourth trade that turns into six by the end of this game week. He traded with Ben again. This time, Oli traded Soyanchu. Chilwell and King for Rose, Gomez, and Timo Werner. Ben letting go of his first round pick. I think that's the third first round traded. The best player in that trade has been Soyanchu so far with one clean sheet. No one else had any sort of contribution. Um, Ollie then did another trade with his newly acquired acquired Gomez and newly acquired Madison and Werner, actually, um, with Adam. And Adam traded one Bissaka. Havertz and Golington. Um, and then Ollie and I rounded out the game week by trading 
Oli traded Rashika to me, and I traded Fraser to Oli. Um, I believe Oli's plan was at the time he was going to waiver out Rashika, and so I came and swooped in and said, I'll take him for a waivable Fraser. Who Oli then, since it didn't waiver out, well, not since, he has since, but he didn't that week. Um, yeah. The most notable waivers um, after all the Lukaku trauma, where Diesel um, heartbreakingly missed out on the big Belgium striker um, by a matter of hours. In fact, I woke up at uh, 3 a.m. that morning where the waivers were going through to see that Lukaku had moved half an hour after the waiver deadline and was added into the game. Um, with this, Diesel then did not put in a waiver despite being first waiver, um, which left myself to receive Adam Armstrong for Josh King. Uh, Liam then took uh, Tottenham New signing Romero for convicted Ben Mindy. Um, Oli took Simicast for Danny Rose, Simicast being a very good pickup considering Andy Robertson's injury. Um, looking down the list, the only other notable pickup seems to be Deli Alley by Jamie for the injured potents. Um, and that led us into the games for the first week. Yeah, which uh, surprisingly had uh, Jamie losing. Um, after winning last season, he lost. He started by losing to Jordan, um, which is very interesting, given Jordan has limited knowledge of the game, and Jamie uh, has a lot of knowledge and won last season. Um, I beat Adam. Jared beat Aviv. Uh, Jared very got most of his points between Bruno Fernandez, who's got a hat trick, and Pogba, who got four assists. Um, Liam beat Gillard. Who Liam came. I think fourth last year, and Gillard came third. No, Gillard came second last year. So the top two from last year losing in the opening week. Um, Daniel beat Aiden, Ollie beat Ali, and Diesel, who had last pick and was trying to tank for Lukaku, actually won and beat Ben. Um, yeah. So Diesel was entirely out of the race for Lukaku with that win. Yes, and I was not bottom. Ari ended the week bottom as he only picked up uh, 22 points compared to my 25 points. Um, and that leads us into game week two. Um, the table stood with, at the end of game week one, with Jared on top, John in second, OJ in third, and Ari Gillard and myself rounding out the bottom three. Um, yeah, so we moved into game, so game week one. Any interesting comments overall? I think the most interesting things were some, one or two of the trades, which we people mentioned just talked about. Yep. And like I said, Jamie losing, probably the most interesting. And I think the demand for Paul Pogba after his Forrest's Hall went through the roof. Um, and uh, there were a lot of trade requests for Bruno Fernandes. Um, of which Jared denied all of. Um, and is since his first, the first trade of the season has not made a trade, which hasn't, hasn't gone badly for him. Um, as we'll, we'll discuss in a second. Um, um, that takes us into game week two. Yeah. Um, trades? Yeah, so Gillard traded with me. I decided I needed a better keeper than Guaita, who had just conceded three to Chelsea under uh, a newly new coach. They Roy Hudson had decided to leave. He hasn't officially retired, but he's uh, old and doesn't have a job as it stands. Patrick Vieira had come in to Palace and lost two champions of Europe, Chelsea. So I traded Guaita and Rhys James for De Gea and Kufel. Um, so I have both United keepers now. Gillard then made a very interesting trade and traded his first round pick, Abamyang, alongside Jose Sarr for Golington and Edison. So very interesting there from Gillard. This week was Abamyang roulette, I would like to say. Um, went to a few different clubs in the week. That's sort of Jollington, actually. Same amount. Both of them moved the same amount of times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Liam then moved Firmino and ASM to Ben for Cavani and Adam Armstrong. Um, maybe Liam with a bit of bias, wanting a Newcastle, uh, not Newcastle, Southampton's new man. Yes, that's that a Southampton fan. In fact, what happened? Um, he was very desperate for the new Southampton star striker. 
who did score in the opening week against Everton, despite their 3-1 defeat. And they were winning as well, weren't they? Yes. They had a bit of a second-half collapse, I believe. Um, Oli then moved Aaron Wambasaka and a newly acquired Bamiang to Jamie for Pereira and Dennis. Um, Jamie, who could have won had he started either of Pereira or Dennis, as they both grabbed 12 points. Um, and so that was the trade there. And the final trade of the week, uh, Gillard traded Matt Target and newly acquired Golington to Diesel for Cancelo and the Turkish striker, whose name I still don't want to pronounce. Yes. Um, that was another BL by Diesel, I believe. Um, Jacques Cancelo being a very good player. Um, quick roundup of the waivers. We had a lot of waivers this week. Um, we had the big one being Romelu Lukaku in for Troy Deeney for Ari, um, followed by Raphael Varane in for Kiko Femenia for Gillard. Um, I then took new Newcastle signing Joe Willock in the place of Elise. Um, Bergvarn was picked up by Adam. Uh, Tamari Gray was picked up by Jamie. Newcastle starting keeper Woodman was picked up by Diesel for the cycling goalkeeper. Uh, we also had Joel Matip, new, uh, not new, but Liverpool starting centre-back was picked up for Lamby by myself. And Tanganga for Castagne was picked up by myself. Um, otherwise, it doesn't seem like there were any other big trades. Um, Aviv brought in Sam Greenwood, Leeds youngster, who he mistakenly thought was Mason Greenwood. I know this guy's an idiot, um, but he has made that mistake. Um, and JT also brought in Trevor Chalaber after his stunning debut for Chelsea for Hector Bellerin. Um, he has not seen a single minute since. But nor has Bellerin. In fact, Bellerin left, so it's a very whatever. Yeah. whatever. Um, as well, Gillard brought in Conor Gallagher. Um, who the next week had a two-week, a two-goal uh, haul, which was pretty nice. Um, um, to the games, yeah. Uh, Jamie played myself. Jamie getting seventy-six points, which is the highest points tally so far. Um, I can't actually recall who we had getting all his points that week. I think he had Antonio um, get a brace, and uh, I mean, I can check. Let's check right now. I know Antonio bagged a brace. Um, while you're checking, I'll keep going through. Diesel lost to Ollie. Um, Ari finally won a game after losing and coming last last season. He beat Aiden um, by three points. Gillard then beat Daniel in the second and third of last season. Uh, Liam beat JT. Uh, OJ beat Aviv. And Jordan to make it two wins from two, beat Adam as he retained his second place status, which leaves the table as OJ in first, um, Jordan in second, Liam in third, with myself in 12th, Aviv in 13th, and Adam in 14th. Um, um, just back to the, real quick, back to Jamie's 76 point haul. He had Antonio grab 16, because Antonio got two goals and an assist. Ruben Diaz got an assist and a clean sheet. And also Tyrone Mings got two assists between sheet and all the bonus, as well as Gray and Damari and Jansen all getting returns, um, either goals and or bonus. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that concluded week three. Oh, week two started. Yeah, so week three started with um, with a trade between the two of us, actually. Yes. Um, I gave you Chris Wood and Danny Ings. Danny Ings, who had scored two and two. Chris Wood, who had done nothing. For uh, ASM, who you had got from Liam, who had scored a goal. Well, actually, no, he got an assist by uh, making uh, Declan Rice dance for a while. And Paddy Bamford, who hadn't done anything. Um, oh. I then traded um, Paddy Bamford alongside Harvey Barnes, who, has blank who had blanked. I traded them for Pat Zaka who we said in the draft was quite an interesting pick. Um, so high. And I also got Kevin De Bruyne, um, which was the most, was the earliest drafted player moved at that time um, in a pretty big trade, I would say. Yeah. 
still only played 10 minutes in that first week coming over against Spurs, but Kevin De Bruyne always guarantees you points. Um, play of the year last year, didn't he? Yep. And he's coming back after the international break. He'll be easy in, but I'm sure he'll bag a lot of points. Um, Interesting. I have my two my two highest valued and highest selected players, are both City players. Um, so my Pep Roulette um, hopes. Um, never something you should bet for or bet on is Pep Roulette. But unfortunately, I put myself in the position where I have to. So let's see. We can see how that goes. Jamie then traded Aaron Wambasaka, Damari Gray, and John McGinn, Drew Gillard, for Semedo, Mbreno, and Gallagher. I think very, very even trade. Gallagher obviously got his two-goal haul. Damari Gray did score a goal, and Man United did keep a clean sheet. Um, Wolves being the team that conceded, um, thanks to a Mason Greenwood strike that I believe shouldn't have counted, but... Uh, Ron Bissaka actually uh, kept the United clean sheet um, with the goal line clearance, I believe, that week. And Gillard also had Ruan, so he got the double up um, of, in the week of clean sheets. And then we had the blockbuster trade of the season so far. Jordan traded Marcus Alonso, who had scored a goal and got two clean sheets in two games. Uh, he traded Westwood, who had an assist. He traded Jesus, and he also traded second overall pick Mohamed Salah, or Salah, or however you decide to pronounce it, to Ari, who gave him Luke Shaw, Norgard, Fornells, and Harry Kane. So a very big trade there. And um, all this up a bit, bit ago, um, talking about Jordan when we were talking about the draft, but I believe Jordan lost that trade, um, especially after this week when Gabriel Jesus has started to thrive off his... Uh, winger position. Um, however, you can never rule out Harry Kane. Harry Kane being the prolific goal scorer he is, um, can easily bag 25 goals this season. Luke Shaw also um, is a very, very good player after an incredible last season. Um, also scored a very crucial goal in the Euro final. Um, unfortunately, he did not come home, but he gave us all hope. He did. Um, yeah, well, we'll talk to, we'll talk to one of them or both of them, when they're on at some point about this trade and any other big trades that are made in the time until they get on. Um, and then this was transfer deadline day, wasn't it? But the play... Um, there was three more days, four more days. Four more days of the window. So now it hadn't come in. Um, all the all the big players that we're looking at now to waver in um, hadn't come in yet. So uh-huh. waivers, the biggest name there was actually uh, Erdegaard who Adam brought in for Hoiberg. Um, other interesting... I don't think there are any other particularly interesting... I um, wouldn't go Viv fixing slash undoing his Sam Greenwood for uh, Barnes waiver. Yeah. I brought in uh, Deli Alley, who just scored a penalty. Diesel brought in America Port for John Stones, making that CV centre-back swap, which um, did work. John Stones didn't play against Arsenal Laporte did and obviously kept a clean sheet. Um, the biggest waiver there was Ferran Torres. Ari brought in Torres for Gil. Torres obviously bagging two goals and assist um, during City's demolition of Arsenal. Um, otherwise, the other pickups, um, Gillard picked up Musa Genepo, who did miss an open goal, um, which was quite funny to watch. Um, and there were a few Spurs centre-halves who were also picked up, given their good defensive record, which they kept going. Yeah, that takes us into uh, into the matches for the week. Uh, Jamie beat me. Before we go through the matches quickly, I would like to point out, as before the um, deadline to set up the lineups have started, Cristiano Ronaldo was confirmed as a Manchester United player. Um, which led quite a few people to start tanking, um, especially um, Ari, um, the Ronaldo fanboy of the group. He, however, could never get Ronaldo because he had already got a win. It was between Adam, Aiden, Aviv and myself. Um, we will reveal who ended up coming last. I just um, want to say it was, it was impossible for 
I'd actually get Ronaldo because Adam, not Adam, because Aiden and Aviv were playing each other, who were who were two out of the four who hadn't won, so one of them had to lose. Um, or if they drew, they would still both have less points than Ari, and therefore, I would never actually be in the running for Ronaldo. Yeah. Um, so we started with OJ losing to Jamie, uh, Jared losing to Jordan. Jordan, who goes top after the third week. Um, everyone is surprised about that one. Um, Gillard beat Adam. Um, Adam picking up 37 points despite attempting to tank. Elkai Gundogan and Christian Benteke both picking him up some points. Um, Aiden then lost to Aviv. Uh, Aiden picking up 34 points, which is three less than Adam. However, Adam did start with a nine-point gap less than Aiden, which pulls Aiden out, leaving myself in the running. Um, Ollie beat Liam. Liam picking up a mere 19 points. Um, however, he was not in the running for Ronaldo. I then beat Daniel, which confirmed Adam was picking up Cristiano Ronaldo. And lastly, Ari uh, demolished Diesel. Um, quite funny in this week, I think, is that the two or three of the lowest four-point um, four point holes, actually, three out of, what, three out of the lowest five, um, when me, Liam got the least, then me, then Diesel, and none of us were actually tanking for Ronaldo. Mm. Um, we're just that, apparently. <laughs> and then JT also got the same as Aiden, who got the least. Um, and Jared also wasn't tanking. But then Aiden and Adam got the next two least, um, and they were tanking. And um, it worked out for Adam. He's now in, the, now in line to get Ronaldo. So to end match week three, and where we are currently up to in the table... Jordan sits in first, Ollie in second, Jamie in third, OJ in fourth, Gillard in fifth, Ari in sixth, Liam in seventh, JT in eighth, Daniel in ninth, myself in tenth, Aviv in eleventh, Diesel in twelfth, Aiden in thirteenth, and yes, bottom of the table in fourteenth, Adam. However, he is picking up arguably the greatest player of all time, Cristiano Ronaldo. Arguably, I want to, I want to point out, it's, it's arguable. Into twenty million. Um, transfer to Manchester United. Um, and that moved us into the final, or where we're up to, where we are up to now. Um, uh, the deadline for transfers is coming up in twenty-four hours or so, yes. and waited in two days or so. Um, there have been three trades as of now. If you want to go through them. Yeah, sure. Um, so you traded Tananga and Furpo to Adam for Gomez and Eiling in a very interesting trade um, as the fullbacks are very 50-50 and the, uh, well, the lead fullbacks rather and the rest of the trade. Gomez, who doesn't play and has no chance and Tananga, who has a bit of a higher chance to play. but This wasn't part of the signing of Emerson Royale to Tottenham from Barcelona. Yeah, so I think it's a very 50-50 trade, that one. It could go either way, depending on how uh, the lead fullbacks fare, really. I think we'll decide it. Um, Gillard then traded with Ari. He traded Cancelo and Tielemans to Ari in return for Roman Saiz and Diego Jota. Jota, who uh, is starting and uh, has been starting at striker against... Oh, not against. For Liverpool, rather. Uh, he didn't start against Chelsea, but he came on... Uh, in the first half as uh, Firmino got injured. So Jota now should start um, the length of Firmino's injury. Um, and Liverpool, uh, Liverpool haven't really made that many signings this window, so their their depth isn't great. They've got what, Origi off the bench as their first attacking option. Pretty much. Probably not someone you want as your first attacking option if you're trying to lead a title charge. And speaking of Roberto Firmino, the final trade of where we're up to at the moment, um, I received Bukayo Saka and Josh Sargent from Ollie, who received Joe Willock and the injured Roberto Firmino. Um, there are some big waivers given transfer deadline day. Players such as Eduard Vlasic, Ronaldo, of course, who is almost guaranteed to go to Adam. Despite there being many 
uh, offers um, Adam pushing for a Ronaldo for Lukaku and Salah trade with Ari, which I don't know if that's going to go through. Um, it just uh, depends on A, the first week, so how Ronaldo fares against Newcastle, because maybe if he scores a hat-trick, Ari's going to really be convinced that Ronaldo is the best player of all time. He's going to go and score 57 goals this season in the Prem and might be willing to give up the remainder of his team um, for Ronaldo, but who knows? Um, and there are other players such as Price and Cucurella. There is obviously Tottenham fullback Emerson Royale. And there is the Wolves striker, Huang Hee Chen, FIFA icon. Um, mm. There is all about that one. Um, and to finish this week's podcast, I believe, um, the fixtures for this week. Um, Jamie faces Diesel. Um, Ari faces myself. Daniel faces Ollie. Liam plays Adam. No, Liam plays Aiden. Aviv plays Gillard. Adam plays JT. And Jordan plays OJ in a very big matchup. Yeah, so Ollie and Jordan are top two and the two only undefeated players still. Um, Daniel has one win against Ollie. Like, one win season, Ollie. That could, you know, if Daniel wins, Ollie loses. That brings up a lot, you know, a lot of two-win players. And if I beat Jordan, Jordan has three wins. I have two. I could move the top. Um, I guess it just depends how Jamie goes because Jamie is one of two players with more, actually, yeah, he's one of two players with more total points than I am. Um, so I guess it also depends how much I beat Jordan by if I beat him. Um... So I guess that's that concludes the um I guess up to date brings everyone up to date. Um next week there will be another podcast. We will decide on a guess throughout the week. Um it could be between uh Adam give if Ronaldo manages to have a good game and he secures a big trade with Ari. Um otherwise there could be guests such as um, Jordan if he remains top. Or maybe even, uh, I don't know, maybe Ari. Anyone, anyone uh, in the league, it's 12 possible others that he could be. Um, I guess we just got to see how this week goes and decide based on this week. Yep. Um, final thing I would like to point out is Tottenham are top of the table on nine points, zero conceded and three goals scored, whereas Arsenal are bottom of the table, zero points, zero scored, nine conceded. Um, trust the process. Um, thank you for listening. If you made it this far, Gillard, I know you would have. Everyone else, I'm not too sure. Um, unless you have any final words. No, that's it. Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll we'll uh, hopefully see you guys next week.